This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning each day or your entire life all over again, only this time with the loving God at the center. We hope you'll experience joy from listening and find yourself laughing and living it up all the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey everyone, this is Thursday, November the 6th, and this is Living It Up While Beginning Again. Boy, we sure are happy you're with us again today, and I'm Scott, along with my awesome and lovely wife, Teresa, and our little hateful dog, Troy. He's not, why is he hateful today? He just is sometimes, honey. But he's a great little dog, and we're glad he loves doing his podcast. His podcast. Yeah, he loves him some podcast. He does. Oh, Lord. He's a good boy. Anyway, we have a great topic today, and we'd love to uh, to read it to you. Okay, when beginning again, the best way to be aware of God's presence is not to be so preoccupied with your own agenda. Well, that's for sure. That's a, That says a lot. Well, in Psalms 27, <laughs> actually 1 through 8, I want to read this to you, if you wouldn't mind. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Why should I be afraid? The Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. So why should I tremble? When evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. Though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I'm attacked, I remain confident. The one thing that I ask of the Lord, mm-hmm. the thing I seek the most, is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. For he will conceal me there when trouble comes. He will hide me in his sanctuary. He will place me out of reach on a high rock. Then I will hold my head high above all my enemies who surround me. At his sanctuary I will offer sacrifices of shouts of joy. Singing and praising the Lord with music. Hear me as I pray, O Lord. Be merciful and answer me. My heart has heard you say, seek my face. And my heart responds, your face, Lord, I shall seek. Mm-hmm. He's everywhere all the time. Wow. 24-7, honey. Yeah, I read that passage, uh, Psalms 27, 1 through 8, at a friend of mine's funeral um, about seven years ago. And uh, it's, it has such a special meaning to me um, personally. And, and, I, and as I read it again today, you know, seek his face. Because I, I, I'm, I'm going to raise my hand guilty as charged about being preoccupied yeah. sometimes. I mean, you know, there's no excuse, but I have a very hectic job. It's very stressful. Mm-hmm. And I get preoccupied. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 let, I bring work home in my mind and you know, I can't let things go. That's wanting to be excellent for the Lord also, I know, but I get preoccupied in, 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 uh, when I really need to be diving into his word more and, and getting to, to closer and closer with him. And so we, we're all guilty of that, mm-hmm. you know, some more than others. But that preoccupation, man, 
you know that that that's that's uh that's from the devil himself, man. He wants us to be preoccupied. He wants us to put our focus on other things other than God. Mm-hmm. Especially if we've been wounded or we've been hurt or this there's drama or chaos. See, the enemy loves for us to focus on that because then see we can't see or we don't realize or, or we're not aware of what God is already doing. Right. It's more effort like that. That's true. That's true. And, you know, most of the time we turn to God when, you know, uh, when we want some help. Mm-hmm. And yeah. usually when he meets us at our desperate need, that's when things change. That's true. That's when it always changes. But there's just nothing wrong with that. That's right. You know, and once we get our preoccupation and all that stuff out of the way and, and we're not so confined to it, like in a prison, then we might be surprised to find that as time passes, we turn to God out of the desire to be near him. Mm-hmm. That's where the switch comes on in your in your, in your your head, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. is when, you know what, come hell or high water, I'm going to read some scripture right now for at least 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Or just read something, a, a psalm. Or just read a passage. Or just read till you feel like I'm something. full. Something. Yeah. Full. I'm full. You know? Yeah. And and uh, that's that's when, you know, that preoccupation has to take a back seat to God. Because mm-hmm. the only one that should be pre the only one who really is preoccupied with anything is God. He is preoccupied with us twenty four hours a day. Mm-hmm. We're all he thinks about. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. That's all he thinks about is his children. Just like a good dad always does, man. He always thinks about us. And if we knew mm-hmm. how much he was holding back, how much evil in the world Oof, he's protecting us from, mm-hmm. it would blow our minds. Blow yeah. our minds. What does God say? He won't give us more than we can handle? You know what? Sometimes you think, really, really, really God? Oof. This is a lot. I don't know if I can handle this. But you wake up tomorrow, don't you? God's providing you a way out, isn't he? It may not be the way you want it or the way you thought about it, but your preoccupation is probably what got you there anyway. Well, and I I just love seeing evidence of of seeing evidence of his presence. I love I love feeling his presence inside of me when he's moving and, and doing things in my life, mm-hmm. especially when I'm working more and going deeper in my relationship with him. But just, you know, even in the simple things, you know, it's like one day I sat down to work here at the computer. This has been years ago. And uh, he knows us. He's our daddy. He knows he knows what we need. He knows what thrills us. He knows mm-hmm. how to get our attention. And I sat down in front of the computer and looked out the window, honey. And there was a, a, a bird hovering down just low enough to chase a squirrel. Oh, yeah. I love that. I mean, it was like perfect timing, and I was able to see that, and it really inspired me because I love those kind of things, and the Lord knows that. Yeah. And I just like, okay, that was so cool. Thank you, God. Whereas in the past, I might have thought, coincidence, oh, well, perfect timing. No, perfect God. That's because you're not so preoccupied. I know, and I'm more present. You're I'm more, more aware. aware. Yeah. And we get these things as, as much as we can taken care of so that we can continue to focus on what he's doing. You know, we we just came back from Florida yeah. not too, you know, a month ago and going on two months, and I wish we were still there some of the time, but we're not. Yeah. We'll go back. But anyway, I, you know, we went and we... It took a lot for us to get away. We had so much going on, and, and I was tending to overthink it. But I knew we were supposed to go, 
and God knew what, what was going on with me, and so he just confirmed to me in so many ways, just, you know, we got to the airport, and somebody gave me a free cup of Starbucks coffee. Yeah. You know, we wanted so much to have a, a just a flight straight there that was no, it wasn't chaotic, just, just to get us right there to get our car and go on to where we were staying. Couldn't have gone any better. We couldn't have been more relaxed. Right. We get to the place we're staying, walk into the place, and we're like, whoa, this is, looks like someplace that we would have if mm-hmm. it was ours, exactly how we would have furnished it. And that was just another indication to us. And then I walked into the room that we were staying, and right there on the on the bed was a pillow, the exact same pillow that I am actually have behind my back right now in this chair, identical to the one that was on that bed. And I was just like, whoa. Yeah. Whereas in the past, I would have just kind of blown that off. And a couple of days after that, our girls listening, you know, we have our go-to earrings. Honey, we have our go-to earrings. Yes. They're studs. Maybe you're just some hoops. And I realized a couple of days into that trip, I'd left them yep. here. And I thought, oh, well, no big deal. Well, I ended up looking for something in my wallet, you know, not too long after that. And there were those earrings. Yeah. And I had put them there. I had gone to the hairdresser a few days before that and took them off and left them and they were in my purse. <laughs> and, you know, another thing, I, was, I have a particular coffee that I want to drink. And I didn't think I would find it at the store because it's an organic, special kind. And just didn't really think, you know, they were going to have it because the stores are so different there. And not only did we find it, but it was like $3 cheaper than oh, no. what I'm used to paying here. And th- those sound like really silly things, but... They're important to God. Yeah. And he wants us to be so aware of I got of, of him saying, I got you. I got you again. Yep. And I got this. And <laughs> to me, he was saying, enjoy your life. Yeah. You are supposed to be here. I have ordained and anointed this anyway. It was it was a very relaxing trip. It was probably one of the best vacations that you and I have oh, will have. It was awesome. Yeah. And so anyway, back to this whole topic, just being aware of his presence. By not being so consumed with the way we think it's supposed to be or the way that it should be instead of being what's going on in front of us right now. Well, just being consumed with life, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, when you when you do, when, you, when you're not so preoccupied and you start seeking him, that's when he places you out of reach of harm on a high rock. You know what I mean? That's when he does that. I mean, David found great joy by improving his conscious contact with God. Mm-hmm. God's always there. Mm-hmm. But we aren't always aware of his presence. Mm-hmm. And that's, a lot of it has to do with preoccupation. Our relationship with God usually begins with his meeting our desperate needs. Right. And we talked about that earlier. Yeah. That's usually when it, it changes, when that shift comes, when you go really deep with him. And not, not with everybody, uh, but in a lot of cases, yeah, that's when things change. But when we, when we begin to focus on getting to know God as an end to itself, Mm-hmm. We will discover that he will give us what we have always desired. The joy of being close to our loving creator. Yep. Then we will see that he can be trusted with every area of our life, uh-huh. including preoccupation. Yeah. He wants to be that our preoccupation. Well, we you know, weren't designed to carry all these burdens, Scott, especially yeah. those of other people that we can't change and have no control over. That's right. And we and we will uh, those opportunities will come along and we'll be so preoccupied, and that's happened to me so many times and I realize it later. Oh, that was God. Yeah, 
Oh wow! Thank you. So- oh, I love it when he when he shows up in the Word when I'm studying. Yeah, I know. I love it when he says something through someone else that I've I felt like he was talk- talking to me about already. Yeah, that happened at church last night. So you know, God's good. You know, I wear a bracelet, um, uh, a rubber bracelet that says "I am second. And when I'm cashiering or helping the cashier at my restaurant or something like that, and every once in a while somebody will, will look at me and goes, you know, who's that? Who if you're if you're second, who's first? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus is. Mm-hmm. I was uh, where was I? I was somewhere. I was at a store, and it was really funny. This lady came in, and I could tell she had been drinking, and she was buying her some beer or whatever, and what's you know whatever. And, and sure enough, she looked over at my bracelet, and she said, exactly that. Well, if you're second, who's first? Mm. I looked at her, and I said, Jesus is, ma'am. Mm-hmm. What'd she say? She just looked at me. She didn't say a thing. Mm. You know, but the but the cashier behind the register at the store said, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So whether that was a witness to her I don't know, but I think it is because I didn't condemn her. Right. She asked me a question, and that's the thing, see? Mm-hmm. When they ask you a question, mm-hmm. what does Paul say? I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So, man, you know, preoccupation, like I said earlier, like we said, is straight from the devil. Mm-hmm. That's how he gets us away from God. But let's make let's make an oath today to God that we're going to vow and pray to Him that Lord take away this preoccupation and let me be preoccupied with You. Mm-hmm. That way You can smooth out the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And even though things may go awry, at the end of the day, You're always there. You're always there through the day and at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? It's easy to get preoccupied. And stay that way unless you know him. Do you know Jesus? Do you know the one who is so preoccupied with you that he couldn't stop thinking about you and he still can't? Do you know the God that was so preoccupied with you that he said, yeah, Father, I'll suffer and I'll die for them because I love them. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know him? Did you think you knew him maybe and you walked away? That's okay, man. Or lady. That's okay. God doesn't judge you on that and we don't either. But he's ready. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it probably till the day I die. When you walk to Jesus, he runs to you. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to give your life to him today, we'd love for you to do that. And all you have to do is pray a simple prayer. Mm-hmm. Being forgiven of your sins is a, is a prayer of forgiveness from your sincere heart. And some may say, well, that's simple. That's the way Jesus made it. But it came at a high price. So if you would, please pray this prayer with us. Please know that you're saved. Lord Jesus, thank you for who you are. Thank you for being so preoccupied with us Mm -hmm. that you died for us. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. And we know that you died on that cross. You were risen on the third day. 
Because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven. If I ask you from a sincere heart to forgive me. Lord, please forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I want to be preoccupied with you. I give my life to you, my heart, and my soul today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you all so much. And if you prayed that prayer of salvation, we'd love to know. So please go to our Facebook and at Living It Up, Beginning Again. And share, and you know, and and, uh, and also we'd love for you to, to like us, of course. But, you know, if, if you like today's podcast, when you see it on Facebook, share it with someone else. Yeah. Share it with your friends. Share it to everyone that's on your post. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. Just put share and, and share public. And it'll go to everybody you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's someone out there that doesn't know Jesus. Yeah. You might just be giving them the key to go to the doorstep. You know, today is Thursday, so we'd love for you to pray about going to a church this weekend. Ask them if they have a mentorship or discipleship program so somebody can walk alongside you and uh, and help guide you, mm-hmm. uh, especially f- through your first year That's right. of knowing Jesus. That's right. Well, this has been great. Yeah, like we always say, if y'all didn't need it, we did. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, we hope that, that um, you did hear the Lord through through what we said, and you can apply something to your life, and that you were better uh, now than you were before you listened. Yeah. So until we talk to you tomorrow on what day? Friday. Friday. Keep living it up. And we'll be getting again.